0: I spent the first 20 years of my life living a lie. The fact that I didn't realize I was lying doesn't really make it any better. In fact, I'd say it makes it worse because it means I was lying to myself as well as everyone else. You see, I was raised a Christian in a Christian household by Christian parents. My grandfather was a minister for well over 50 years. And up until I was 21, I'd always maintained that I, too, was a Christian. I have argued in the favor of Christianity and have in the past brought many people to a belief in Christianity, much to my personal shame at this point in my life. I have stood on the pulpit and given sermons and taught more Bible study lessons than I care to remember. At 13, I was more knowledgeable in biblical and theological studies than most people twice my age, and I was quite proud of it. But I had a deep, dark secret. For all my knowledge of the Bible and all my prayer— I had never felt the presence of God in my life. No Holy Spirit moved me, although to hear me speak of Jesus in the Bible, one would have never guessed it. I'm a natural extrovert and have always had an abundance of charisma, so it was easy to apply that to exclaiming my supposedly fervent belief in Christ. As the years passed, however, the lack of an emotional connection to God became ever-increasing burden that weighed me down in all aspects of my life. I would often find myself in prayer, thinking that this was ridiculous to be having a one-sided conversation with myself. I felt foolish, but worse, still I felt that I must be failing in some way. I questioned why God had never shown himself to me as he seemingly had to so many others. I could not figure out what it was I was doing wrong. I found myself lamenting as Jesus supposedly did on the cross, crying out, Father, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? As I struggled through adolescence and early childhood, my feeling of disconnect and abandonment by God only grew. By the time I was 18, I was a Christian in merely a cultural sense, holding on to the label mostly out of convenience and an urge to not be seen by my friends and family as an outcast, or worse, a heretic. At times, I even indulged the notion that I had been a victim of Satan who had hardened my heart against God. I look back at such thoughts now and can only think I was a fool for entertaining such notions. As this continued, I finally entertained the notion that I was perhaps wrong about God. I had never given a real consideration to any other religion, so I decided it was time I did so. For the next three years of my life, I invested the vast majority of my time in the study of other religions. I loved the ideas I came across in Buddhism and became enthralled in Eastern religion and philosophy. I dove into Hinduism, but found all the mythology and pantheon of gods to be tedious and confusing. I revisited Christianity, going back to its roots and dissecting Judaism and Catholicism. But still, God did not present himself or show me a clear path. Finally, at 21, I came to the position of agnosticism. I was content to say that I was unsure if a God existed, but that since I desperately wanted there to be a God, I chose to believe that one did exist. I was certain that none of the gods of the various religions were real after years of study of these religions. But I thought maybe none of them had gotten it right and that there was a god that no one could really describe or put a finger on. So for the next three years, I flip-flopped between the labels of agnostic and spiritual, still unwilling to accept what I knew deep down inside. At 24, my whole world changed.